What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Keeping It Real podcast, where every week we talk all things movies and TV. I'm your host, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Jack, Calvin and Reese. This week, we are looking forward into 2021 to get excited over movies that potentially may not even come out. We've compiled a list of the movies we can't wait to see in 2021, with the exception of any MCU movies, because we talked about all of them just a couple of episodes ago. Before we get started, does anyone have any honourable mentions they want to give a shout-out to? So before this, I didn't have one. But now I've got two. Uh, my serious note is I want to watch that Gucci film. Um, What's that? Lady, Ga- you know, Lady Gaga and Adam Driver, House oh. of Gucci, or something like that. Is that Ridley Scott? Yeah, yeah I think so. Right. Just oh, looks... freaking out two in a year again. Right, so one of them yeah. is destined to be shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blimey. Well, that's a bit, bit strong for two minutes into this part. Um, <laughs> And the other one, I actually can't believe that we didn't discuss this one before. Um, Fast Nine. Uh, that was on my list. Unreal. That looks bonkers. That was on my list uh, and no one else had it. It's, uh, <laughs> I can't, I forgot about it, to be honest, until I just did some research. Did everyone like Hobbs um, and Shaw? Uh, oh, I did the that first time, not the Hobbs eighth and... time I had oh, to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was already like checked out of it being, you know, a, a properly good film when like The Rock jumps off that building and then Jason Statham takes the elevator or something. Brilliant. Yeah. Cinema. Uh, it's just. Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier will be doing that next week, mate. <laughs> yeah. No, Fast, Fast Nine is going to be sick. Yeah, I can't, I, I, I can't believe it's not on our top 10. Whatever they do, <laughs> like when, like, I think one of the directors said, after Fast Eight, like when asked, will it ever go to space? And he was like, absolutely. If we can get the story right. And I looked through that. I was like, the story. <laughs> if we can get the story right. The story will never be fucking right for that to happen. It doesn't, but doesn't I still have to be right, does it? it? Oh, no. I would be surprised if we go there in this movie. I want you to do it. And if you don't do it, you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Saving it for 10. Who cares what we think? I want to see Vin Diesel fight an ex professional wrestler on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, um, what's yours? I will go for... I got two as well. You're going to shout at me for one because you already did yesterday in the chat. But uh, <laughs> my first is uh, In the Heights. I just yeah. really look forward to it. Yeah. I love the music. Miranda, you know, yeah. it could be good. And you know what? Shit. I'm looking forward to Cruella. Because you know what? Ah, uh, boo! You know yeah. what? I think Emma Stone's going to pull something out the bag and he just seems like the Joker, but Disney. She'll be great, <laughs> yeah, but I can't be ours with another... Joker movie. Yeah, yeah. But this time it's a girl. <laughs> Calvin? Uh, I think I'm going to go for Blonde, which I don't actually know much about, but it's directed by Andrew Dominic, and I think he's one of the most underrated modern working American filmmakers at the moment. Uh, so he directed Chopper, uh, mm. The Assassination of Jesse James by the Carol Robert Ford, and Killing Them Softly, which I all oh, really? think are great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's about I think it's a story about Marilyn Monroe. I'm not sure when Anna it's set in her life. Yeah, yeah and it's Anna Diarmas. I just I will look forward to anything he does because he releases things so sporadically. He, he, he seems to go like five years or even longer before he even makes another film. Mm. And so far, they've all been so consistent. Nice. I won't lie, um, Calvin. You had me up until Marilyn Monroe. And then you pulled me back a bit with Anna Diarmas. But <laughs> what's wrong with... I just, can't stand, I just can't stand her. Did you know, did you know her? <laughs> no, but I had a ex-girlfriend who was obsessed with her films and I had to watch them all and she's not an actress. 
Or Some Like a Heart. That's a great film. It's awful. No, <laughs> you are. There are millions of people who would say you're wrong. <laughs> but, okay. Right. My honorable mention. I, I still can't believe none of you are as hyped for this as I am. Mission Impossible 7. I know, Reese, you've, you've not seen them, but. I've seen on, like guys. one of them. Which one? <laughs> I don't know. If you haven't seen four, five, or six, the one where they make a mask, they make a mask out of. Oh, they do that in every one. Every single one. <laughs> oh well, I don't know then. Yeah, I, I, just... I actually am looking forward to it. I, I think it's one of the most consistent action franchises. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah, they yeah, can... they're all some are, are pale in comparison to others, but they're all quite consistent. I do enjoy them all. It equals Marvel. It, like they've they've just got me now. Like I trust them with whatever they're going to do. I think the team that they've got on those movies is just fantastic. Yeah. Especially since like with five and six, where they're actually doing a, they're bringing in like a through line now. Yeah. I think they've settled with the director that they're happy with. Cause that was the yeah. gimmick of mission impossible. You'll yeah. get a new director, a new style every time, but now yeah, it's John like, Wu. yeah, oh, <laughs> the worst one, um, <laughs> but now they've got Christopher McQuarrie and it's just like, okay, this is what we want them to be. And I'll just, I'll go wherever yeah. with Mission Impossible. He seems like he's he's a he's like a mental guy. Like I saw they released some footage of like them shooting something on top of a moving train, and he just stood on there without like any harnesses, yeah, just th- gazing off into the distance. That's the sort of director you need for those <laughs> big stunts. He was willing to get get in them. Tom Cruise as well. I know, like we might not all love him, but I uh, whatever he does, I'm there. I love his commitment to things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like he is just he's just a full blown. Strapped maniac. himself to the side of an airplane for our enjoyment. Oh, yeah, and like he's the, crazy like, with the last one when he's like jumping across buildings so then he misses yeah. it and he breaks his foot and he carries on running. I think if that was Fallout me, was just so, the most impressive action movie uh, I've ever seen. I was just in awe of it. I think I saw it like six times. Well, the toilets, the toilet fight scene was one of the best. Action Incredible! I've seen a Henry Cavill yeah. reloading yeah. his arms. What, what you need you is yeah. one of one of those scenes. It's good to have no music and just have it like yeah. it feels so inclusive. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it was such a great fight scene. Right, anyway, I just, oh, I can't believe we're going from Mission Impossible 7 to what I've got as number 10 on our list. I oh, can't believe this <laughs> made the cut. So, the, right, coming in at number 10, Space Jam, A New Legacy. You say yeah. that, but you seem to be the most excited for Space Jam. <laughs> I wasn't until I realised who the director <laughs> is. <laughs> so it's yeah. directed by Malcolm D. Lee, who uh, did Scary Movie 5, oh. Night School, Barbershop. Uh, so we start starring LeBron. We've got rid, rid of Michael Jordan, which breaks my heart. He'll take that personally. They personal. got rid of <laughs> Michael Jordan and Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> Who next? Yeah, yeah. No, they're going to replace Bugs. Oh, yeah, never. I'm sure this film will do. I'm not looking forward to it as much as I thought I would. I think they should just keep it as the first one because I really liked it, obviously, growing up. I was obsessed uh, but it, with that I movie think it's, it's such a timely release. I think everything that was going on, it suited. Looney Tunes were huge. I don't think they're as big anymore. They're not, yeah, yeah, they're, they're not Michael, big anymore. They're, Michael they're... Jordan was the most most famous person on the planet. Yeah. So like, and they had that, but I'm sure it will do well because just based on nostalgia and how much. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think nostalgia oh, yeah. will like carry me through that film, even if it's not that good. I'll still be like, oh, it's brilliant because Looney Tunes. Yes, we got we got LeBron. We've got. You know, you know, we got all the tunes back. We got Don Cheadle as the bad guy. Oh, was he really? Yeah, I think really? he's playing like a, an evil AI. 
because they're, so, not, they're not playing. They're not. They're not no, playing the, the monsters. The monsters anymore, are confirmed to not be the villains. Uh, but are they the, play in like some sort of technolo- technology no, I, thing. I, 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 I was reading up on it before, and the threat is alien. Oh, but that's as much as we get, and that's coming out July twenty third. These aliens love basketball, and hopefully, yeah. sport out and out hopefully space. we'll get a we'll get a Bill Murray cameo. Yeah, hopefully. He'll do and anything. Needless. Pop up <laughs> needless but necessary. Bill Murray cameo. I want that Michael Jordan cameo. What's the point? I don't think We're not going to get that. No, I don't think he will. But yeah, I, he'll yeah. probably turn up. He'll probably turn up and like he'll see like LeBron's in it and he'll rock up onto the court and he'll be like, they didn't ask me to return and I took that personally. <laughs> and then he'll just dunk. He'll dunk 80 on LeBron. Michael Jordan is actually the villain in this one. Don Cheadle's like a, like a red herring. I thought you were going to say Don Cheadle is playing Michael Jordan. <laughs> I never, I never thought Red Herring and Space Jam would be in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're making strides in this Space podcast. Jam. <laughs> Just wait for Space Jam Two review, and we're going to be talking all about the style, and you know, it's going to be great. <laughs> I, I can't wait to dive deep. <laughs> what do we think about LeBron then? Because I thought he was great in Trainwreck. I like he was one of the standouts oh, of that good. movie. I thought he was great. I actually, so, I actually saw like a clip today from Trainwreck when him and Bill Hader have like lunch and he won't pay the bill. Yeah. <laughs> and his comedic timing's great. Yeah, he's brilliant. I think he's gonna movie. be I think he's gonna be a better he's or he's already acted before. So I think he's gonna be better than Michael Jordan was in terms yeah. of actual have acting. more than two lines. <laughs> yeah. Are them because I we should they've got some stills released recently. There's not been like a full trailer. But the um the Looney Tunes looked 3D. Today? So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure uh, if they're making them 3D or they're sticking with a 2D, but I hope they don't make them 3D. Not sure, because it's the game well, they... in Tomb World, is it in? Um, I have no the idea. Outer World, because the little clip we were shown with LeBron running out, that looked like it was an Outer World. I can't, I can't actually remember the clip, but I'm not sure. I know there's been like they've said there's going to be cameos from a bunch of other like Warner Brothers properties as well. So well, like Harry Potter. Batman, maybe. Scooby Doo. It's just gonna be Ready Player One again. Directed by Zack Snyder. What's the name? (laughs) What's the name? You know, in the first Looney Tunes, uh, the first Space Jam movie, what's the drink that he he Bugs tells them is like a? It's gonna make them better. Just like Michael's special juice. Oh God, no! Just Um, just have Batman. Just have Batman choking Daffy Duck, being like, "Where is it? Where is Michael's special sports drink?" I thought we get another spit, another spit shine scene. Spit shine, spit shine. I used to I love always, that as a kid. I, I sat in my I room going, "Spit time, shine." I think every time I'm, I'm about to clean, I reference a spit shine, and no one laughs. But I, I keep going. We got you. We got you. So there's a couple of controversies surrounding Space Jam: A New Legacy. Obviously. You you referenced it before, Jack, but Pepe Le Pew is gone. He's been, yeah, been he cancelled and he's no longer in Space Jam 2. And His Twitter account's been deactivated. <laughs> and I've I know it, it's gonna upset some people, but Lola Bunny has been made less sexy. Which I mean, how are we all feeling about that, guys? I know. <laughs> I know, I know. The seven in, seven year old in me is a bit heartbroken, but uh, I'm sure I'll get over it. Yeah, it probably <laughs> it needs to be done, really, doesn't it? As long as she can play yeah. basketball, she's all right, isn't she? Yeah, she's she's she's, she's, she's a big baller. <laughs> yeah, she was the best. Yeah, she was the best player in the team, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she was. Other yeah. than Michael Jordan, obviously. 
Cheering, running rings round. And Bill Jordan breaking his ankles. Bill Murray is pretty good for the two minutes he was on. After the film, after the film was released, Lola Bunny got a got ten year contract with the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. I'm always surprised in Space Jam when Bill Murray turns up at the end. I'm like, every time I, I forget, where's he I, come from? He, <laughs> do we see him like notice? But does, is he there when Michael Jordan goes down the hole? Yeah, he's yeah. playing golf with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't it's know if him and ref- his assistant, isn't it? Yeah, Going from Jurassic Park. I don't know if it's a oh, reference because uh, obviously one of Bill Murray's most famous films that broke him out was Caddyshack. So you're going to say Garfield too? No, Caddyshack from after he left SNL. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Michael Jordan loved playing golf. So I don't know if it's just they're trying to meet those two things or but they were just like, Maybe. who's free? Is Bill Murray free? Yeah. He, yeah. he was just on the golf course. Does he yeah. play himself? Oh, yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. I think, I think Bill Murray just waits around now. Until someone just comes around and goes, oh, do you just want to be in this, Bill? And he's like, yeah, right. Does that have any questions? He's one of my favorite to have an agent. He he just has like a phone for work that people will ring. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. I love Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah, he's brilliant. He he can do anything. So I hope to see him in this. That'd be great. Any any more thoughts? He would just say yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Why it's, not? I, like, why not? We take him three days and he's done. We can oh, probably ask him to come on this. And he'll say yes. We haven't got the money for Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got any money. Right. We'll see how many of this list will have Bill Murray uh, cameos. And Should it's quite we, yeah, a surprising so, lot. I, yeah, I can, t- I can tell everything or one more. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Bill Murray, coming in at number nine, Ghostbusters Afterlife. This is directed by Jason Reitman, who you'll know from Juno, Tully, Up in the Air. It's starring nice. Finn Wolfhard, Carrie Coon, Paul Rudd. As when a single mum and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. And that's out on yeah. November 11th. Well, you forgot, I quite like to mention that the original Busters are in it, mate. We were going to get to that. We were going to get to that. I was going to lead okay. in with a, who's, who's to... the grandfather. Do we know who... The grandfather no. is no. It's, it's shown I briefly in the trailer, be... but I haven't. I haven't read it. Yeah, but I think they've I got see... all the suits there, so I think it kind of leaves it up to. I was just assuming it was going to be. I um, think Egon Harold. I think it's going to yeah, be Harold. Yeah, Harold Ramis. Yeah, because he's dead anyway. So yeah, yeah that makes sense. To be in it. Yeah. yeah, I quite like the I... angle of it going to a small town setting now as well. Like the original yeah. films were in New yeah. York. We have the skyscrapers. I quite like the the more. I know it's going to be like more of a coming of age story now, which I'm still a bit unsure about. I quite liked the humour from the old ones, and I don't know if it's really going to pay off when you're dealing with children. Mm. Um, but I think Jason Reitman is a great person to direct this sequel because obviously he's his son. He's the son, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he probably he probably heard about this all growing up. Nothing else but Ghostbusters. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I sure can, he knows. I what completely he's doing. forgot Jason Reitman was directing this, and then when I remembered i was like oh yeah i'm so much more excited for it now because i i yeah i'm a big fan of jason ryman movies and yeah. it it does look like they're going off the obviously you've got finn wolfhard but yeah they're going for that stranger things type of yeah but he's good at coming of age stories that's just that's oh, what yeah, he's, yeah that's exactly what he's good at, so yeah because so, mckenna grace in it as well isn't she and she's quite a good actress for like her age so i feel mm. like with child actors like some of them grow up and then you realise they're not good. They were just good for children. Yeah. But I think I've seen <laughs> like, McKenna Grace in quite a few things and like she's 
always been quite good because you know how young she is. Like I watched Annabelle Comes Home and that film was awful. <laughs> but like she manages to have a good performance and she's like the youngest person on screen. I'm, I, I will watch. She does. I will watch anything with Carrie Coon in. Has anyone watched The Leftovers? No. Am I the no, only one? Me and Tudor's good. I adore that actress. She's just the best. She's incredible. And anything I'm she's like in, that, I'll but be with there. Paul Rudd. I never oh, yeah, liked obviously. Paul Rudd in a obviously. Ghostbusters film. I'm, I'm so happy that I'm getting it. Yeah, he probably loves the original films. And they were like, Paul, Ghostbusters? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. She's just, he's going to be this like nerdy, like, you know, yeah. died, and he really doesn't, probably knows everything about them. Yeah, like yeah, it seems like he's got yeah he's got some knowledge on the old on the yeah. old busters. He's the refresher for the for the children yeah for the who kids don't know, any, who no don't know anything about <laughs> what a Ghostbuster is. Um, yeah, so in the trailer, we um, is, it, is he called Slimer? Slimer, yeah, Slimer, Slimer, no Slimer, I think he's called yeah, Slimer, 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 Slimer. Yeah, he's back. Uh, so this um this town uh, just keeps mysteriously shaking and having earthquakes. And uh, it's not any fault lines. Shouldn't be experiencing uh, things like this. But uh, no loud music. Whole bunch of ghosts <laughs> in a well. Yeah. Apparently, in a well. It, but yeah, looks I mean, a bit the um, the like demon dogs or whatever they were from the yeah. from the back as well. And Sigourney Weaver's back apparently. Car. Yeah, she's on the cast list. Yeah, they should get. Oh, if Rick Moranis is in it. I'm all in. Yeah, he is in it. I'd be so well, happy if he pops I, up. I love his character from the, uh, the original. Is he, com- is he confirmed to be in it, or is he? No, I haven't seen no, anything about it. I don't know. I, I so, but forgot to great. look. But yeah, just him idea. being chased by those dogs again. Which, which, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm actually more excited for Ghostbusters than I uh, originally expected. When I rewatched yeah, the trailer, started looking at it. Yeah. I, I keep like, kind oh, of forgetting that like it's a thing. But then, like, I get reminded, yeah, and I'm like, f- "Oh yeah, that can't first wait. trailer came out like, like November 2019 or something." Yeah, ages ago. Yeah, yeah. I love the sound of the what's their car called? Is it got a name? Ecto One. Oh, yeah. Ecto-1, I love yeah. the sound the the horn makes on that when they play it at the end of the trailer, like yeah. over and over again. I just I always <laughs> loved it when I was younger. Yeah, but yeah, it'd be interesting. We we I don't think we can move off Ghostbusters without talking about the uh, 2016. All female reboot. What did everyone did everyone no. mind that movie? I thought it was fine. So for what it was, it was fine. I, yeah, I think it got I really slated didn't... far too much. You know, Chris, you know, Chris Hansworth was great, and so were they like, you know. Yeah. I thought that yeah, the cast was fantastic. I thought I yeah. really liked Paul uh Paul Feig's movies. So I thought that yeah. the humor worked. I mean it wasn't it wasn't great, but I thought it was fine. It was I always enjoy I don't think it was as memorable. I can't like I can't I've seen it, but I can't remember no, anything I think, about it. I, I saw it a couple of loved... times, but um like Kate McKinnon's great. Yeah, she's, she's, she's always funny that. and yeah. she's consistently funny in all the films that she's in. And exactly. Chris Hemsworth was great. I can't <laughs> even remember who else was in it apart from Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy Kristen, Wiig, uh, Kristen Wiig, and Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. I think with that, I'd watch I didn't like Kristen Wiig in there. I didn't like that they. I what I love about the original Ghostbusters, I love that they're these bumbling idiots. They can't shoot their things right, and they just keep, you know, they. They when they say don't think of anything and then Dan Aykroyd's characters immediately thinking of something. <laughs> I just love that about it. And this that film seemed to make, it, especially in the last fight when they had like pistols and stuff, oh, and they were yeah. like everything was slow motion. I was like, what's going on here? They're meant to be a bunch of nerds. How are they doing? Yeah. What I like about that, that film, idea... as you mentioned, Dan Aykroyd. I fully believe that Dan Aykroyd turned to those people and was like, I will only be in this film if I can write my own lines. 
because he turns up, doesn't he? And he spouts all this stuff about that's not a ghost, it's a type one, blah, blah, blah. And he just goes, I ain't afraid of no ghost. And it's definitely looks like he just wrote his lines and was like, this is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, Dan Aykroyd was trying for years to get Ghostbusters going again. And it, it went through so many different versions. Um, yeah. I think they'll they'll definitely have meteor roles in this one, though. Yeah, but I like it's a, I like it's a sequel. I, I, I yeah, it's actually in canon to the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd be good. Um, coming in at number eight, we've got Free Guy, directed by oh. Sean Levy. Um, Sean Levy's done a bunch of great movies: Night at the Museum, Real Steel. This is where I leave you. Real uh, Steel. So Real Steel was fun. <laughs> uh, so it's starring Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Joe Keery, Taika Waititi. Uh, a bank teller discovers that he's actually an an NPC inside a brutal open world video game that releases August 13th. Um, after rewatching the trailer, I'm really excited for Free Guy. Yeah, I can't wait for live action Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> it yeah, basically is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, I, I quite like the look of it, but at the same time, I like that they really ran with that theme. They really pushed it and gone with it. Mm. And that's what it's going to be. But I just feel like, um, it might come across as a bit of a gimmick. I, I would like there to be an actual wholesome plot there, which I think I feel like Sean Levy's good at that. Yeah, but I want it to. I want it to work to the point where it over, over doesn't get overshadowed by the gimmickiness of the entire yeah, world. I get you, yeah. But I do think this film is going to do so well. They could have released a film about this gaming world at a better time. Yeah, when everyone's been in lockdown, playing <laughs> games constantly. So yeah, yeah, as soon as this comes out, people are going to flood to go and see it. And obviously Ryan Reynolds, everyone loves this weirdly newfound persona he has where Deadpool did well and now he's just that. That is his entire persona. <laughs> yeah, it works. I think it's just Ryan Reynolds <laughs> yeah. doing Ryan Reynolds, isn't it, really? Yeah, but he wasn't like this before Deadpool. He Deadpool no, did well. Yeah. Everyone liked that comedy. And then he was like, I've got it now. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna my, I'm gonna yeah. transform my entire persona, <laughs> my entire real life persona, and my entire film persona. And I'm just gonna this, become this amalgamation of quick witted jokes. I kind of just, just got the impression that that's what he was like anyway. But because like you're making your way in Hollywood, you've got to like, you know, abide by all these rules. And now that he's made it, he's just like, fuck it, I'm doing it. I'm being I'm just doing it because people love it. Yeah, it was the voices before or after Deadpool? Uh, oh, oh, that was before. Before, I thought because he definitely plays Ryan Reynolds in that. He's definitely is. No, I think that's a brand a, of no. comedy in that. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, the, no, I don't no, think no. he's the quick-witted Ryan Reynolds in that. I think he plays more of a weird. Yeah. Yeah, more of a weird version of himself, really. Nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I'll just watch. Because I, I think in this Taika Waititi is supposed to be the villain. Yeah, he's the bad yeah. guy. And from yeah. from the from the impression I got from the trailer, I think he like might have created this game. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah. yeah. The developer, and I will watch anything that man is involved with. I adore him. It's a it's a Green Lantern reunion, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, everyone forgets that Taika was in. Oh, uh, I hope they don't do a Green Lantern joke. They will, they will as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, Jory Comer is going to be great because I've not seen her in much. I've seen bits of Killing Eve. Yeah, I've not, I've not got around to and it. And she's yet. brilliant in that, from what I've seen of her. So I think she's going to be pretty solid. In this yeah, I can see Calvin pulling faces. Season, mate. 
Yeah, I only like the fifth season of Killing Eve. I think it goes downhill after that. But that's a t- that's a story for another time. It's a steady, it's a steady decline. But yeah, I, it's weird seeing her in it because I haven't seen her in anything with this size of budget. So she really, when I see her, I don't know if she's going to keep pulling me out of the world, this like really <laughs> engrossing world, because I'm not used to her. I've seen her on like a beat, a sm- a, sm- a bigish BBC drama, and now we're seeing her with like so much CGI surrounding her, and I'm just going to be like. Is this is this is this real? She's she's also in Rise of Skywalker, mate. Yeah, barely. Uh, yeah, They've also got some like um like oh, actual gamers in, haven't they? In the film. Like I think they got Jack guy in it and uh Pokemon's in it as well. I don't know who any of these people, people are. are. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're like gamers, they're like YouTube gamers and they're like Twitch gamers. Oh, um, I see. But I think Jack guy's playing Qbert. Um I don't know who Pokemon's playing. Also, isn't Channing Tatum in it as well? Is he? I'm sure he's on the cast list somewhere. It's not, probably not, saying, not saying what role he is, but Keep talking, he's down on the cast list. He's going to be hidden under the floorboards the entire <laughs> film. <laughs> probably just uh, be like a weird, like, it'll be like a, there'll be like an advert for something and he'll just be yeah. like, most of the, he, most is of the a, joke. he is on the cast list, apparently. Uh, yeah. yeah. Most of the jokes in the trailer involving Ryan Reynolds, like the joke that works for me in the trailer was with that guy falling through the window and he's like, oh, tough day at work. That's really yeah. funny. But the, 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 some of the other jokes, especially the one at the end where they're on the motorbike and he's like, is that a Glock in your pocket? He's like, no, it's two Glocks. And they're like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, like that, that's not funny to me. That's, just, that's, that's not even a good joke. You can't be making dick jokes already in the trailer. <laughs> I wonder how many more we'll get. People not yeah, expecting maybe, maybe in the final cut it'll be three blocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the levy cut. It's a bazooka. <laughs> uh, coming in at number seven, No Time to Die. It's directed by Kari Joji Fukunaga. Oh. You'll know from. I've <laughs> above it already. Let me finish this and then we can get to you. Uh, so you'll know uh, Fukunaga. He started True Detective. Um. So this is starring Daniel Craig, Leah Seydoux, Rami Malek, Andy Diarmas, Jeffrey Wright, Christoph Waltz, who's coming back from Spectre. So Bond has left active service, but his piece is short-lived when Felix Leiter, played by Wright, an old friend from the CIA, turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology, releases September 30th. So I think we can all agree this sounds like the most James Bond plot this is probably the plot of six other James Bond movies. <laughs> yeah, he goes into retirement, but he's back. Didn't he yeah. do that? He did that in Skyfall, didn't he? Yeah, I never yeah, really I think... get excited for James Bond films. Any well, I never got excited for them anyway. I don't know why. I just I'm just not. I watch them all, but I'm not as bought into the franchise. I'm, I I just never get excited about it. But I really like Kari Joji Fukunaga. I think he's an amazing. That's why director. I'm excited. Yeah. True De- True Detective season one is a masterpiece. So Maniac good. is almost a masterpiece. That is mm. great as well. Beast of No Nation is great. Yeah. Is it rendition of Jane Eyre is great. He's just a really good filmmaker. Mm. But I don't know because of it's a franchise. Will that drag his directing style back a bit? It's the same with the MCU, where you've got new filmmakers, indie filmmakers, putting their own style on it, but they can't go as far as controlled they like. by the studio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it might be a bit like that, but he is—he is a great filmmaker, so that's why I'm even looking like, forward to this a bit more. Visually, just from the trailer, I—I think I—I I think it's the best looking Bond movie. I think of oh, the Daniel love, Craig era. It, I love the way Skyfall looks, though. Roger oh, yeah, Deakins, Roger Deakins, can't Deakins go, yeah, can do no wrong. wrong. Spectre looked really nice as well, but I think that uh, there's something about this where I was like, ah, oh, that looks. Beautiful. Like going from yeah. the trailer, it looks like an old-fashioned Bond film. Like I feel like 
I don't remember much of Spectre, but from what I remember, they concentrate like far too much on like <clears throat> like the story yeah. and like you know people don't watch Bond movies for that. I don't like. People want to watch it like for the you know, problem with Spectre the was they tried to the tie shooting, in like yeah they tried to tie in all the Bond movies into yeah like people want to watch so it just to see James Bond shoot some bad guys and yeah. you know go after oh I I missed off the um, women. accidentally missed off the cast list. We've got uh, Lashana Lynch from Captain Marvel. She's oh, yeah, playing she looks the, pretty uh, good in the trailer. Yeah, she's playing the you know uh, the 007 New 00, in service. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> while um while Bond is on a retreat somewhere. Yeah, um, I think yeah she's looking really good in that. Yeah, I think my issues with this franchise is I just think it needs like drastic changes to be able to hold up. Like obviously it has changed and evolved over time. Yeah, but I, don't, but I know a lot of people will be, be upset by that because look at the backlash most of the casting rumors surrounding it over the last couple of years have got yeah uh but i don't even know what they could do to make it for me more interesting i don't know like put magic in it or something (laughs) if james actually if james bond was a wizard spy i'd be all over that that'd be great just like blowfeld's a little goblin it's like yeah he's gonna go get him I'd watch that. Maybe people lost me on that. Just send him to space. Yeah. Maybe to breathe some life into it, they'll cast Michael Sarah as the next Bond. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch he's it. Really new, he's really neurotic. I would. I would. I would watch the shit out of that. That would just be just have Daniel Craig die, and then Ben Whishaw should take over. I don't as, want. Act- oh, do you don't want Daniel know. Craig to die. Not Daniel Craig. Bond, <laughs> no. it's Bond to die, and then Ben Whishaw takes over. Yeah, because Daniel Craig. Is such a good actor, but I feel like his acting chops are really, really held in. back in this. Yeah, yeah. because Cause he doesn't want to do it. Like he said yeah. so many times, he's sick of being James Bond. But they keep I, I don't know. Money I think people. Him. I think people took his words out of context. That when he said he'd rather slash his wrists, yeah. he keep literally him. just finished that last Bond movie, and yeah. like, I'm keep not him. doing that now. Keep him as Benoit yeah. Blanc. That's his new franchise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is his last Bond movie. So allegedly, they've said that for the last three. Oh no, I, I, th- I think this is it. I think <laughs> yeah, I he's think gone he's after this. After yeah, this. but yeah, I get what you mean, Calvin, because we see him in Knives Out and Logan Lucky as well. Yeah, he's, he's just that. nuts, yeah. and he's so good at being a weirdo. <laughs> and in, so I watch him in Bond. Out, I'm like, yeah, he's great, but like, I'd rather him do I do so think much more. He is there's murder the <laughs> best. <laughs> a donut. The best James Bond. Yeah, he's my favorite. Like yeah, easily. Hmm? As far as like the original James Bond in the books go, he is the closest to what was originally written. Mm. So I think he's got that going. Scottish, yeah, (laughs) and blonde. (laughs) But I, I I think he's really good, and I look forward to. I, I love the bit, like the bit with the car where he's just spinning round, shooting people. It looks like the kind of James Bond that like I used to watch when I was younger. I can't wait for it. I just love gadgets. Yeah, just give me more Bond gadgets. Yeah, we need to, we need a proper uh, old style Bond lair as well. Like someone build something in, in a volcano or something, something crazy. We need <laughs> we need that back. <laughs> well, yeah. So um, got Rami Malek as the villain. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Rami Malek, but no, he know. He, I mean, he knows how to chew scenery, doesn't he? So I guess a Bond villain yeah. is yeah. perfect. Rami Malek always seems like. He doesn't want to be talking. Like, talking is the most effort to this man. He got into the wrong job, didn't he? Like, <laughs> his voice is just so lazy, and, like, everything he says is just, like, so dragged out. He and, looks like, like 
he looks like the Phantom of the Opera. That I can't get that out of my head. Yeah, it's like yeah, this does, white yeah. baby face mask. <laughs> and I, I'm quite fed up of Bond villains who like are scarred in some way. Then they need to get rid of that. Like you had it was, with. Is that not the last three of them? Yeah, or... everyone's got a scar. Everyone's scarred in some way. I'm physically. Sure. Yeah. I want, I, I want, like, yeah, better emotional scarring is mm. is needed <laughs> than just oh, this person's been through a lot because their face is fucked. <laughs> and that makes them a villain now. <laughs> yeah, Le Chief only's got one eye, so stay out his way. My favorite Bond villain, Le Chief. Yeah, he's he's great. Yeah, yeah, just because it's Mad Mickelson, really. Yeah, yeah. they're replacing by with John Depp in the reboot. Don't all mind. <laughs> you've got you've got a Goldfinger. I mean, come on. Who's not gonna be scared of a guy that could turn you to gold just by touching you? Or gold I'm... member, gold member. Yeah. I'm not scared of. <laughs> I'll tell you who won't be afraid. Michael Sarah's Bond. <laughs> Whatever clue be, was happening. Just be unarmed. <laughs> uh, so that was number seven. Coming in at number six, we've got Candyman, uh, directed by Nia Da Costa, who is going to direct Captain Marvel two. She's in pre-production on that now. Uh, starring Yaya Abdul-Mateen II and Tiana Paris. Uh, a spiritual sequel to the horror film Candyman from 92 that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Releases okay. August 27th. You've got three um, more times to say it because I am sat in front of a mirror right now. So. <laughs> I'll be careful. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Yeah, it looks I, great. You know, I love that horror trailer films. trailer was fantastic. Yeah, I love that they've come in again with like, Jordan, I know so John Peel directing it, but he's producing it. Producing, His yeah. signature, let's get a R&B song. <laughs> yeah, that's and and creepy. Slow yeah. it down. I think it's like, I like that it kind of goes for like, almost like a possession arc in this. Yeah. Obviously in the original one, you say his name and he pops up, but he's like a, like a demon, like kind of Bloody Mary type thing. I've not seen the original Candyman. Whereas... I really enjoy the original. Now, Reese, I think the original does have a similar... Because way Candyman does it is he he picks like a, a like a the spirit picks like a almost a, a new host, host in yeah. a way and that does happen in the original one where someone will take the mantle of Candyman. So I, I, think, I don't well, know I if he's going to be possessing it a bit people. more in this story. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. He just he just showed up as Tony Todd like a mute. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm glad they got Tony Todd back. Yeah, mm. I was hoping they would. I like yeah. that they've got um Nathan Stewart Jarrett from Misfits. I don't know. Biggest character is going to be in here, but he's really good in Misfits. Um, so I look forward to seeing like, but I think it's again like with like Carvin said earlier about Jodie Comer. Is it going to be weird to see this guy that I know from like an E4 drama? Are you only know from one thing, yeah, like Hollywood film. It's like um, Zor Ashton from Fresh Meat. That little scene in Nocturnal Animals, where she speaks to Amy Adams. That bit always throws me. <laughs> yeah. I love Nocturnal Animals. What a movie. Yeah, yeah I want to go for um, So I, I'll watch anything with um, Yaya. And I uh, think yeah. he's... Have we all Such seen... We, I know Calvin and Jack, you've seen Watchmen, haven't you? Reese, have you? Uh, oh, it's on my yes. list. Right. It's uh, on my list. Incredible. Oh, and yeah. Oh, is it anything he does? Uh, he's just so good. And finally, yeah. see, uh, you know, give him a, he's really a meaty lead role. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he has the best name to say. Yaya yeah, yeah. Abdul-Mateen II. As if it wasn't... Extra enough, give him that yeah, second the right second. in the end. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited for that. That's August 27th. Yeah. It seems like well, a perfect I... time to make a sort of 
remake of this film, especially with Jordan Peele, because I do think it's going to tie heavily uh, with some of the issues at the moment that surround us to do with race and so on. Mm, I feel like it's yeah. going to lean heavily into that, and I'm all for seeing that. It's a nice little turn, in, mm. it'll be a nice little turn in the film and really give it some like real heart. Make it relevant, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually, I before we did this, I hadn't even seen the trailer. I watched the trailer today. And I hate horror films <laughs> with a with a burning passion. Why I don't know why people subject themselves to it. I just don't Fun. want to be scared in my own home, to be honest. <laughs> so I, mean, I watched the trailer and I thought it looked great. We'll watch oh, it together, Jack. We'll, we'll we'll come watch it with you, Jack. Yeah. No, no, no I need to be alone. <laughs> yeah. Jack, I need to Jack be alone, and the light the lights need to be on. I might have to add that Jack only only wants to watch it because he's a really keen apiarist. <laughs> really passionate about bees. 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 <laughs> did you say that? Did you did you say that? Um, Blakey Stanfield's in it because again he's on the cast list. He hasn't got is a he? name yet. Is he on the cast list? Oh well, it's in front of me. Even well. even it's in front reason. of me, and his name's there, but he hasn't got he's a character. Playing one of the yet. bees. <laughs> <laughs> he voices the bees. <laughs> <laughs> right, coming he's in. Got at like a really, he's got a really. Sorry, he's got a really. Uh, low mumbly voice as well she's going to be a good mumblebee <laughs> right swiftly moving on from that to another horror movie jack but i bet you can't wait a quiet place part two yet again oh, directed I... by john krasinski uh starring emily blunt killian murphy jimon honsu and john krasinski uh following the events of the first film the abbott family now face the terrors of the outside world forced to venture into the unknown they realise the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats lurking beyond the sacred sand path. Releases June 4th. Sand well, path. well, now I look sand like a fraud path. because the two horror movies in this list, I actually want to watch them both. <laughs> I yeah. hate them. Well, it goes to show how good I, they look, didn't it, really? Yeah. I would say this is I would say this less is a horror. I would say this is like a horror sci-fi zombie hybrid. Yeah. Like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. I, I love the first movie. I, I I thought it was great. Um, again, it does ha- sort of have a gimmick to it, but I thought the actual yeah. part of the movie, the story, really just yeah, it's it's put that in the, on the back burner. Like where they're gonna go with this one? Because to me, it kind of seems like they're looking for like this idea <clears throat> of like a safe haven, and yeah. like Killian Murphy essentially turns around and goes, "There isn't one." Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit more skeptical on. I like the way the first film went, like. Uh, but I'm a bit more skeptical on the scenes where you see it day one happening. I quite like to jump in without seeing any of that because I just think it's like I like to speculate on like what might have happened. I don't like to see it. Yeah. Um, but also, and there's the other thing where it seems like they get, there's going to be more, like you said, with the synopsis, there's going to be other threats. Like it's going to be other people or there's going to be more traditional zombie-like things. That's what I took away from it. Mm. Uh, but I, I don't know. I might be a bit bored of that message which is often cited in these sort of zombie things that like the same with the walking dead that it comes to pass that people are the real monsters and yeah. the monsters that are playing <laughs> yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. don't matter that much i know it's uh obviously they want to get to that really human element in the story but i quite liked the other side of it but we'll see it could be it could be executed really really well but i'm just skeptical with those things yeah i think well, because you've got John Krasinski returning to direct anyway, so I think he he will he he won't just you know 
make it so um what's the word i'm looking for he won't just ramp things up and tell you everything yeah i think he's the first film was very focused on character and and that bond they had as a family and it was so much more about that than it was these monsters that i i've got i've got faith in this movie for him yeah it's going to deliver it'd be interesting to see them on board yeah. Oh yeah, man. He's in everything. He says, yeah. <laughs> he says no to nothing. <laughs> and he's and he's How always many DC good. movies was he in? Yeah. <laughs> and he's always bloody good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing Killian Murphy. You know, because the, the you know Killian Murphy was in uh, the 48 days, no, 28 days later. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think he's great in that. So you know, give me another post-apocalyptic film. Yeah. Yeah. Kia Murphy in it. Yeah, can't, I that's can't probably wait to hear him as not a Brummy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably why he was cast because in Twenty Days Later, I'm assuming most people have seen it by now. When yeah. Jim gets crazy, like his acting in that is is great, and I do think that the character we're going to see in A Quiet Place too, he's gonna be like a, he's gonna be like aiding them, but it seems like he's got his own agendas, he's got his and, own and issues. It, like. Yeah, he's got his, and it seems like he's going to do something that's going to force his family to have to, to, have to act. Mm. Any more thoughts on A Quiet Place Part 2, guys? No. No? That's right, uh, so we move on. Number four, we've got The Green Knight, directed yes. by David Lowry, you know, from uh, The Old Man and the Gun, Ghost Story, Pete's Dragon, Ain't Nobody Saints, starring Dev Patel, okay. Alicia Vikander, and Joel Edgerton. Uh, a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir... Sir Gawain? Gawain. So Gawain. Gawain and the, so and Gawain the, Green, and the Knight. Green Knight. Yeah, releases July 30th. Yeah. Uh, I completely I, forgot this was David Lowry. And oh. I yeah. love his movies, so... Yeah, he's such a good director. Yeah. And it's Ghost Story, sorry. Is Ghost Story the one with Martin Freeman in it? No. No. Uh, it's um, Casey Affleck. Yeah. Cool. Because that made me a bit scared then. <laughs> oh, that's ghost. That's ghost stories. Stories, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really like David Lowry as a director. I think he's yeah. a really interesting choice. Uh, I think he's a really interesting choice to keep working with Disney of all corporations because his filmmaking mm. is so strange. But Peach Dragon, I would argue, Peach is still one of my. Yeah, I, I would argue it's the best. I know the original Peach Dragon is a technically live action, but the, the remake, remake. This yeah. is the best remake, and Easily. he's and yeah. he's doing Peter Pan for Disney as well. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, which I on think. On board with that. But yeah, I love all of his films that I've seen. Uh, I've been looking forward to this film for such a long time. As soon mm. as that trailer dropped, I was in. Yeah. And I do love a good Arthurian tale retelling, and I do like how original it looks, and it speaks volumes about David Lowry's uh, like sort of directional talent. Mm. Uh, but it seems like a. It looks like it's going to be like more of like a medieval trippy fever dream, more than anything. Which yeah, I, it just looks, I'm it just all looks for, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My girlfriend's gonna be so torn over this film. Why? Because she loves Dev Patel. Okay. But she hates it whenever King Arthur's in things and he's not Welsh. Because <laughs> King, Ar- King Arthur. Though. King Sean Arthur. Harris. King Arthur's in it though. Yeah, Sean Harris. Yeah, it was Sean Harris. Yeah, and yeah, he, he's not he Welsh. Loves medieval rules. And that is going to drive her mad because she <laughs> hates it. Well, Dev Patel's not Welsh. Welsh and he's played a Welsh character. Yeah, I don't know. It's he's also going to fight. He's also going to fight the Green Knight, which isn't real. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. He's played by, he's played by this Ralph sounds, Innocent. This, yeah. Ralph Innocent. This sounds one, like one a hair problem. Is. 
Mm. I mean, I'm going to enjoy it, but you know, I can't wait. Give us that. that. Give us that Welsh representation. <laughs> Did any of you see? Um, not Jack, probably the witch. Yeah, Robert Eggers. Nope. Oh, I've not yeah. seen it yet. Ralph, Ralph Innocent in that film. So what good. a performance! He yeah. needs to get more of those roles. He's always bit parts, and I'm sure in the Green Knight he's probably going to be more of a bit part. But yeah. yeah, I would just like to see him in more things. Yeah, the oh, the witch is so good. Have you guys not seen it? I want Absolutely to. It's on my not. list. Uh, oh, it's, it's incredible. It's so but um, yeah, with this as well, it's also, it's a twenty-four. You can trust them with yeah. anything. Everything I've seen of theirs has impressed me so far. There's not mm. one thing I would say is bad or I didn't enjoy. They just seem to have their, their, their close-knit group of directors who they're working with, writers, and they just, they just, just have know it what down. they're doing. They, yeah. Yeah, they've really nailed indie filmmaking. Yeah. Was it A24 who made Waves? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was immense. <laughs> I do love most of their films anyway. I couldn't remember if that was there, but yeah, they, they are bloody good. Five seconds to go by. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to see Sia Gaiwan's Fox, a little companion. We love her animal companion in films. Yeah, I didn't even see that in the trailer. I don't remember. It looks like it howls in the trailer, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird fox. Well, this is, this is a there's a giant in the trailer, Reese, and that's what's thrown you. It's just like a yeah, but we need, we need some sort of continuity somewhere. <laughs> I can believe in giants, but I don't believe the foxes can howl. <laughs> okay? It's a, it's a little oh, cute howl. It's not like a... That's probably why your girlfriend won't go watch it with you, Reese, because you'll see a giant, and then you'll be like, what a weird fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so coming in at number three, uh, The French Dispatch, the latest oh, film yeah. from Wes Anderson. Uh, starring Timothy Chalamet, Saoirse Ronan, Francis McDormand, Willem Dafoe. Um, a love letter to journalists set in an outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city that brings to life a collection of stories published in the French Dispatch magazine. Releases sometime in 2021. We haven't got an official release for this yet. Um, in, in the in the casting, the better, you, may as well, you may as well have just said starring all of Hollywood. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> I had to limit, limit starring it. everyone you've ever seen on film. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad he's I'm so glad Jeffrey Wright's in it. The mm. bit of the trailer where he's narrating something, his voice is just so wispy and, and oh, well, yeah, so we talked nice. about this on the Marvel preview, didn't we? Just yeah, Jeffrey he just Wright's has the, voice in the best voice. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said to you earlier, I've never seen a Wes Anderson film. I can't believe From that, what I understand. Adrian Brody is in like nearly all of them. I feel like Bill, Mur- Bill Murray is in all but one. Yeah, I feel like I've seen a lot of Wes Anderson trailers, and I feel like I've seen Adrian Brody in a lot of them. You need to do like three or four. He's done like three of them to a Wes Anderson day. I know Jack, I'm you go- like binged I, I them think... all recently. Yeah, I, watched, I think I will I watch I've this. Seen like four, I'd seen like four of them, and then I binged. I think I watched five. Yeah, or something, and yeah, they. I there was not a single one that I didn't enjoy. They were all bloody good. Yeah, I can't just... watch his um, animated ones though, because his animation style freaks me out. I can't Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of the maybe his most I... underrated movie. I've seen a clip of it before, and it makes me uncomfortable. You don't like movie. you don't like stop motion animation. I like some of it, but like the Wes Anderson films look weird. Like the Isle of Dogs that looked weird to me. I did I didn't like the look of it. Oh, I I love stop movie. motion animation. Yeah. I think it's my great. favorite part. Yeah. My favorite, especially when you realize how films. hard it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite part about those films is them just. Is like them talking is so like it's just like a conversation. It's so like monotonous and like they're already. It's like they're not even trying. It's so funny. It's all stunted. It's all stunted. 
Yeah, like George Clooney in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Just, I don't know why. Just really, every time he opens his mouth, it makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I really like need to watch Fantastic Mr. Fox again. Uh, yeah, they are, really they are my least favourite Wes Anderson movies, but I do still like them. The Fantastic Mr. Fox is up there for me. Isle of Dogs I didn't love so much. No, but, um, yeah, Isle of Dogs was good, but yeah, I yeah, like it's one of those. Not what you expect from Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how people are turned off by his filmmaking style. I can see how people get really fatigued by his filmmaking style because his films are always the same. He is like, he yeah, is, but, talk but, about committing to a style. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he is a, he is a great filmmaker. But mm. I, I I would be interested to see him go out of that vein sometime. Maybe people wouldn't, but imagine him making a film that was nothing like his style. Like to sort of, then that would solidify him as an actual. See what else he can do. Yeah, yeah really him, solid filmmaker. Give him the Michael Sarah James Bond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a James Bond movie starring Michael Sarah directed by Wes Anderson yeah. would be the I, weirdest thing. They're all weird. They're all imagine. <laughs> they're all weird. Matching tracks. Yeah. Gene Hackman's the villain. He's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Reese, get on some Wes Anderson movies, man. Yeah, yeah I'll get on. You won't I'll, regret I'll, it. I'll probably watch this one because watching the trailer, when I was interested. Yeah, I think the cast yeah. is really interesting. The concept of it looks really good. I think the style of it looks like it looks really nice as well. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's the casting of Timothy. Yeah, yeah. If you like this one, they're all the same. Timothy Chalamet in a Wes Anderson movie. What? Uh, he is what a great match. Exactly. He is. Yeah. yeah. He is a Wes Anderson actor. Yeah. I don't know how <laughs> big of a party if, he's going to have in this film, though. He doesn't seem to focus in on him that much in the well, trailer. Well, I think. I think it's three. I think the film split into three separate stories. It's three different stories, and I think they take place in like the past and the present, I guess. Because there's scenes where Timothy Chalamet is in black and white, and then there's scenes where he's in color as well. Yeah. Mm. So I, I don't know how it's going to work, but guys, it's it's Timothy. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I always say Wes Anderson as well. He always uh, seems it seems like this the plot of this is like another stolen painting, like a boy with apple situation. Mm. So Wes Anderson just loves people stealing paintings <laughs> in his films. Uh, Wes, he knows what he likes, man. He knows what he yeah. likes. Yeah, and he, and he sticks, sticks with it. He, yeah, sticks with it. <laughs> uh, so coming um, in at number two, we got the Suicide Squad. Uh, the trailer premiered the other day. It's directed by James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy. Starring Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, and Viola Davis, among many, many more. Uh, a bunch of inmates. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of inmates. The, 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 the rest that weren't used in <laughs> yeah, the, the other French half. Dispatch <laughs> are in the and Suicide then, Squad. Yeah, and then the rest of that are in our number one pick. Yeah, we'll get to. Uh, so a bunch of inmates and supervillains join the super secret Task Force X. This is a semi-sequel, semi-reboot of the 2016 Suicide Squad by David Ayer. Releases August 6th. Um, I don't know about you guys. I was I was excited for this anyway. Uh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy, so yeah. And this this looks yeah. like James Gunn just unfiltered. They've, yeah. Because obviously, you know, Guardians has got to uh, got to reach a certain demographic. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, but with Suicide Squad, they're like, no, you do you do what you want. Make it as brutal as you want. Make it as stupid as you want. I cannot yeah. wait, and that trailer just delivered. Yeah, I, I want, spoke I about I spoke about that earlier. With it'd be interesting to see his direction go more to more familiar territory in yeah. James James Gunn's style. Yeah, uh, like his older films. If anyone's seen Super or Sliver, they have these really yeah. violent, weird Slither attributes. Is probably one of my favorite films of all time. Really, I love Slither. Nice. 
Yeah, I was also wanted, the, and it's curious that the trailer just came out for this just after the Snyder cut as well, because it sort of has the same vein. I'm sure this film will do well, even if it wasn't James Gunn at the helm, but it'll yeah. do even better now because he is doing it. But I think people would still watch it just because they were curious to how it compared to, to the original, which was obviously totally Terrible. horrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's got that same it's got that same thing going on, and, and I think dropping the trailer just where they did was such a good good way to do it. Just after everyone yeah. saw that that um, Zack Snyder's Justice League was a vast improvement, and then they dropped this trailer. Yeah, yeah. The trailer is better than the whole film of the. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because um, there was after the whole release the Snyder Cut movement, uh, there was a, you know a small group of them saying release the Ayer Cut. Um, yeah, yeah, that will. Yeah. I mean. They've already said it won't happen. That will never happen when you've got this going on as well. Yeah. Um, because why? Like, why would you promote two Suicide Squad things at the same yeah. time? Just yeah. stick with this because this is looking great. Yeah, I um, think this to me the looks... humour works so yeah. well in that trailer. It looks like what a Suicide Squad film should be. Yeah. It's big, it's loud, it's funny, it's colourful. Like, the whole kind of gritty way they went last time was like I don't think Over it works. CGI. Yeah. Yeah. And what Not I like about CGI this is, in this. is they've kind yeah. of essentially said like people are gonna die. Like don't like this in the posters don't get too attached. Don't get too attached. Yeah. Like, I feel like we yeah. had a suicide squad last time and what two people died? Yeah but they put more characters in and out to a company for that. Yeah. Yeah, like, so yeah people probably won't even half that cast is gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah within, 17... within the first half hour I think half that cast is gone. But I like that they kept some of the original cast because Jay Courtney as Captain Boomerang was the highlight for me in the original film. I just thought he was great. And I'm so glad when they announced that we were keeping some of the characters that he made the cut. Because I do think Joel Kinnaman as well is a really good actor. Yeah, Yeah, I'm looking forward to see a Mm. better Rick Flagg than the weird one that we got in the original. Yeah, and he's he's come out and said he was was so excited when he read the script. He was like, I actually get to do some like comedy and it's something yeah. he's never done before, and he's yeah. having a blast with it. And ah, oh, this looks like the best version of Harley Quinn we've got so far. Yeah, she looks perfect. Because cool. Birds of Prey was just a bit. Yeah, oh, I love Birds of Prey. I, oh, I, I love Birds. I love Birds of Prey. I love. I've I've completely forgotten about it. <laughs> I watched it again the other night. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do we think? going to die have... first? Who's oh, going to die all... first? It's going to be. Yeah. Um, a Pete I Davidson reckon it's character. It's Pete Davidson. Oh, Pete yeah. Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson. Or, or the Nathan Fillion character is, a, is an original character made up by James Gunn based on a different DC character. And his name's TDK. The detachable kid. Yeah, the, yeah. But he, his powers just, he can, his arms, his arms come, come off. <laughs> so he will just be a joke, I imagine. Because yeah. Nathan Fillion is in, obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy, but only another part. Yeah. Uh, I still really hold in the idea that um, Savant, who's played by Michael Rooker, yeah. is going to be like quite a big antagonist to the rest of the group in this. I, just the way they focused on him in the trailer, and he was like, well, so think, the I, famous I, Suicide Squad. I just think he's yeah, he might be misleading. He might kill him off because he's, I think he's, he's um, dead, man. <laughs> yeah, because no, he might kill him off like really quickly. But if he doesn't go down that route, it's whatever the. I'm just going by the, what the trailer is. Yeah, the trailer led him up, built him up to be. He was in quite a lot of uh, shots in the trailer, but yeah, no I James, Michael Rooker, no is James best Gunn, Michael, Ru- Michael yeah. Rooker, yeah, yeah. yeah. like so, he might be in it for a while. I hope Weasel dies off really quick because I just don't like looking at it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Sean Gunn playing Weasel. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the oh, posters think... seem to have already decided who the main characters are. 
You know, there's like six or seven characters on the both posters that were blown up, and the other characters aren't on there. Yeah, yeah. I think I, don't I know think if in, that's in this one. I think that I I showed James the other day the description of Pete Davidson's character <laughs> is his name's Blackguard, a mercenary who is easily manipulated into ruining his own schemes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's yeah. great. So, like, he's dead. He is, yeah, yeah, he's dead. So sure, anyway. He's going to shoot himself in the first ten minutes of the film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd like, like to. I like. They've got like. I think they've got seventeen members in this film of the Suicide Squad. Something I think like that. So, yeah. I think they're going to go off in two separate teams. Yeah, maybe I two different that. missions. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like Captain Boomerang, Savant, Weasel. Mm. Uh, Nathan Fillion's character, Pete Davidson's character, they Javelin. were walking in front of yeah. that American flag. So I thought, yeah, yeah. yeah it was two separate teams. Uh, I've got to talk about on this though. John Cena. John Cena steals. He's going to be the standout. Oh, he is so funny. And I was, I was, I was. Uh, Who knows thinking, why Madden do what they yeah, do? <laughs> I, I was thinking earlier that it, it it works so well for an ex wrestler to do this because his, his comedy is funny because he's so self deprecating. Yeah. Yes. He's like this big, huge hulking strongman, but he, he loves to make fun of himself, which I really love yeah. about him. Again, he's never train wreck. like, yeah. Unlike something like a block, unlike another it? person, the Blockers. rock. Yeah. The, the rock seems to take his comedy so seriously. It's like in rampage when he's like choking out. So he's like, don't fight it. That's a big arm. It's like, yeah, that's not funny. It's different. Yeah, joking about how strong you are is not as funny as joking yeah, about how ridiculous you look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. The Rock, but I think John Cena is a, a better actor than no. The Rock. Better comedian for John sure. John Cena just, yeah. John Cena just—he makes me absolutely cry. Even in the trailer when he's just like, when she says like, "Who would put like a thousand dicks in a field?" and he's like, "If I had to eat every one of those dicks for liberty, I would do it." Yeah, and then he's like, like, no problemo. Yeah, he's like, who knows what madmen do? Yeah, and when they confirm that he's getting a show, they're filming it now. He's getting a TV show, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they haven't said if it's a prequel or a sequel. James Gunn as well. That's why I I was thinking, is he is he the standout of this, and they want to carry it on, or does he regret killing him off? (laughs) And he feels I need more John Cena. I love his character's motivations that he wants peace so badly that he'll do awful things to try to and get, get it. it. Yeah. That's, that's he, so yeah, he's, funny. He's described Peacemaker as a Captain America if he was a dick. Yeah. And I <laughs> that's perfect for this. Yeah. Um, I, also, we, what, oh, go on. Uh, one other cast member that isn't on any of the posters that we know to be in the film, again, is Taika Waititi. Yeah. And everyone assumed that it's going to be Starro. The main yeah, villain, James but James Gunn on Twitter no. said, "No, it's not." But I, I was thinking, is that like a misdirection? But before, when he said, he's very honest on Twitter. Mm. So I, I don't know what Taika Waititi is doing. He's cast. Is he his character's name is no. His cast is Julio Ruiz. <laughs> That's what he's down as, Julio Ruiz. Ruiz. Okay. So I don't know what. No idea who yeah, that is. That gives absolutely oh. no context. <laughs> okay, if, as well in a. Is, is this film like a 15? Oh, is it yeah. R-rated? Or rated R, yeah. Yeah, in a 50, in a, an R-rated film of this, like, it looks fucking maniacal. Yeah, I can't wait to see Taika Waititi just being let, let loose comedically as well because he is just so funny. I thought yeah. the standout from the trailer as well for me was King Shark, voiced by Stallone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, <Nom>. a, <laughs> what a ridiculous character. Oh, see, I like I Polka Dot Man. Where yeah. he's like, we're all gonna die, and Paul's I, hope, like, I so. hope so. I, for yeah, fuck's sake. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird that, that that is now the precedent for films. A lot of films and TV shows 
like say the Mandalorian have mm. this like bring in this like anthropomorphic non-human character that's sort of cute and everyone loves it that just seems like a big marketing well, tool james, I love james it, gunn it, said yeah. they actually they went out of their way to make him not cute oh. like gave, gave him a head smaller than his body his eyes are really small with a big mouth and he said we like we went out of not our way to boss. make this like the opposite of like yeah. baby odor but well, and baby group. people are loving regardless people love oh, yeah it looks great sort of creature that shouldn't be the way it is yeah but yeah I, i'm really looking forward to this i just think the characters are so strange everything looks so zany and it seems like since well another james gunn film guns of galaxy came out the superhero films have been like less afraid of putting these sort of stories to screen and i do yeah, think they seem what they can such, do now so. yeah there's such original stories and i do yeah. think all of the expanded universes that exist will should flood to that yeah it just looks like I know we talked about it on the uh, the Snyder Cut review, but just give these properties to filmmakers and just let them roll with it. Just I'm I'm so much less concerned now about it all, you know, fitting into a continuity and it, you know, fitting in. Yeah, like the MCU movies are all very they're good, but they're a lot of them are very samey. But I just want these filmmakers to come in and just make it their own. I'm so much more bothered about that now, and that this looks completely like that. Coming in at number one. Dune, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Uh, you'll know from Prisoners, Sicario, Blade Runner 2049, starring Timothy Chalamet, Oscar Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Zendaya. Uh, based on the novel by Frank Herbert, focuses on the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. Releases September 17th. Uh, Calvin, I'll let you go loose on this one. Uh, you okay. obviously know the most about Dune out of all four of us. Go on. Uh, yeah, this is obviously by far my most anticipated film of this mm. year and last year, but it didn't come out. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of my favourite books of all time, but I'm so happy that it's finally getting a faithful adaptation because the adaptations in the past have been not great. Uh, <laughs> I'm still curious to wonder if it'll flop or do well. Uh, due to COVID sort of waning its interest by kept by keeping pushing it back and i think unless you're a fan of this sort of thing mm. then most people probably won't see it but then again i was thinking will timothy chamelay and zendaya bring more people who are fans of them to come and watch this film because it is uh, very weird i don't know how well modern audiences will deal with some of the stuff there's a lot of terminology that it won't tell you what it is you've just yeah. got to sort of take it for what it is uh the setting is probably nothing like most people have ever seen before it's so original it is the grandfather of sci-fi everything yeah. that came afterwards it's like the, it's the lord of the rings of sci-fi even though i think it's more sci-fantasy but it's yeah it, it inspired well, star everything. wars, took star a lot wars from was, yeah yeah star wars took everything from june yeah but yeah it's it's it's, it's basically the story about Paul Atreides, he's a, a basically like a lordling. His father is a duke because the universe essentially is split into fiefdoms. And there's an emperor. So the emperor gifts uh, these dukes planets to look after. And they're from a planet called Caladan, which is very rich and it's got water. And then the, the emperor sort of gives them a new planet called Arrakis, which is, which is Doom. Mm -hmm. And it's a planet... As, as planets covered by sand, it's very 
inhospitable um and it's home to these giant sandworms which are like the apex predator they're very dangerous but they need the planet the planet is very important because it's home to a drug called the spice melange yeah and basically it's vital for space travel so that's why it's all sought after so they get this like the most important planet in the universe but there's other how it's a bit like game of thrones there's other houses yeah who are vying for power on it as well so that's where the drama really kicks off mm. yeah um i mean i have done uh i've not read dune but i've i've done some reading up on it and i love uh, i love sci-fi that's so just in its own world it's so far from what we know I love that. And, and yeah. like you said, it's just, it, you know, it's all made up terminology and stuff. I think that's great. Um, the cast is insane. Yeah, the casting seems very, very spot on. Uh, yeah. Timothy Chalamet is Paul Atreides to me. That's the way he's described. Uh, the rest of the cast look amazing as well, uh, especially Rebecca Ferguson as a Lady Jessica, who's one of my favourite characters. Mm. Uh, the only one I'm a bit unsure about is Jason Momoa, uh, just because when I was reading the book, I never really saw his character Duncan Idaho as this sort of guy who brings as much bravado to the table but I understand that's what Jason Momoa does and I'm yeah I'm happy to see a change of it because the line he delivers in the trailer where he's like that let's fight like demons yeah like he doesn't say that in the book but that is a that is an awesome line yeah, yeah. but um, I don't know if the trailer is making it seem more action-packed than it it's going to be because if we've seen anything by Denny Villeneuve, like Blade Runner 2049, that's very a slow burn. So I don't know if that'll rub audiences at the wrong way, because in Dune, there's a, like a 60 page chapter where they're just at a dinner, <laughs> which I hope they don't cut out because that's one of the best scenes. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be very slow. Yeah. Um, even before we saw a trailer or any cast was announced, this immediately was like on my most anticipated for 2020, uh, just because of Denis. I just, everything he touches is gold. Yeah, he's he is one of my favorite filmmakers uh, today, easily. Um, like you were saying, though, like will it do well financially? Um, I never expected this to do big numbers anyway, really. Um, yeah, because it's, it's just if they don't get the second not film, that made. big general appeal. Um, I mean, reviews will probably help it. Um, but again, Blade Runner flopped, and that was quite possibly the best movie of 2017 yeah it's weird that we say this though because it is it is the like the granddaddy of sci-fi it is yeah the, it, one of the biggest it's the biggest it's the the biggest sci-fi book ever in sales yeah but it's, I, it's crazy that as a movie like i don't it's not going to be i don't expect it to be you know fast-paced funny all things like that that'll bring in general audiences i think if you're if you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm sort of worried that the second half of the film won't get made because it's mm. not it's not the case of there being two separate stories here. This is one book and it's mm. obviously split in half for reasons for maybe it's too long or uh, other pacing issues. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be a real... If we get a good adaptation for Dune, like a faithful adaptation, then we don't get the second half. I think a lot of people are going to be really bummed out. And then it'll be like, restore Dune all <laughs> over Twitter. <laughs> I think it'll be one of those, like, um, obviously by splitting it into two, they do want to tell the whole story. So, I mean, it probably won't, it won't have to make a billion. It'll have to break even and they'll, they'll yeah. probably go ahead with it. But uh, it hasn't even been greenlit yet. That's what's worrying. Well, yeah, exactly. They'll wait and to see how of, this one does. 
Denny Villeneuve's persistence on it not going on HBO Max, which I think is the right choice because this looks like a very cinematic experience I'd hate film. to watch this on a TV. Uh, yeah, and we'll just see how that works out for him. Hopefully it does, and the studios aren't uh, don't get involved too much with it, it being successful in terms of money and so on. Mm. Uh, Jack and Reese, what, what are we thinking of Dune? What's good, yeah. Dune? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I don't think I'm this sorry? was that. I don't think this was that high up on my list compared no. to you guys. That's only because I don't know much about it. But like, yeah, it looks, it looks really good, and I think you know, I can see that it's composed by Hans Zimmer. Love that. Yeah, can't go wrong there. Yeah, that trailer was fantastic. You know, the cast looks good, and I think yeah, it's like. Calvin says one of those things are so big. I feel like that's just why. I'm, like, I've never read the book, but I heard the name, and I was like, "Oh, I know what that is." So yeah. interested in it. Big worms. Yeah, <laughs> um, like tremors. I think I think I put this on number one on my list as well. Yeah, but um, I haven't read the book either. I was just so drawn in by the trailer. It just looks, it just looks so good, and it's one of those things. Like I was talking to Calvin about this earlier. I do want to read the book, but I'm now at a, a point where I don't know if I want to read it before seeing the film. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather experience the movie but and then, then read the book after. No, that's yeah, not the way to do people, it. I'm telling you guys, <laughs> read the book first. Yeah, a lot of people always say, like, with like, all like film adaptations of books, most people are like, oh, the book's better. And, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I didn't it's a do different it before, medium, because though, by the time... It? yeah. By the time I thought about it the first time, it was like a month till the film came out. So I was like, oh, well, I'm not just, I'm just not going to bother. But now it's been mm. pushed back so far. Yeah. Be interesting to see how it translates over to screen, actually, because Frank Herbert's writing style is quite strange. So each character that is in a particular scene, you know, usually you would just get the inner thoughts of one of them. Yeah. You get the inner thoughts of every single character at any one time. Oh, so when, you, when there's like a character who's scheming, or is not is worried about something, you know that, and then it becomes more about how the characters involved are going to react to it. So, say someone's going to betray someone, you know who it's going to be. There's no mystery, but then it's then it's how the characters sort of weave and interact, and how can they stop this? It's really interesting, but I do think it won't work for a film, and I'm quite looking forward to see them uh, make it more of a mystery to what's going on. I, I do think that's a much more cinematic experience. Yeah. So I do think. Yeah, I do think then the book and the film offer such different experiences, and I don't, I like, I don't even mind that I know everything that happens because there might be changes, uh, because there definitely has to be drastic changes to how Just they to approach translate it. Because I know yeah. in David Lynch's adaptation, they didn't change that you get all the characters' voices in their heads, so you get like a weird cutaway where it's like. <laughs> someone in their own head and they're just like the spice melange the spice <laughs> it's, it's, it's really weird i have no idea david lynch directed the original yeah 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 it's uh it's yeah yeah i've seen parts so i'm uh, no <laughs> Not yeah there was another in the trailer the song they play is uh pink floyd my favorite yeah was, one of my yeah, favorite pink floyd songs i thought that was quite an interesting choice because there's another filmmaker who was going to make a dune film called Alejandro Jodorowsky. He's a Chilean filmmaker. 
yeah i think and he's more sur- he's like a surreal director like his films are crazy and he was going to make june but it failed there's a documentary about it called yodowofsky's june but it looked yeah. crazy and i know pink floyd were writing a score for him so i just think that's really nice oh, not right. to know that. that film that didn't get made nice so that is our that is our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2021 um how many of how many of these do we actually think are going to come out I'm gonna three. Two, yeah, I was. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with half. <laughs> I'll be optimistic. I'll go with five. <laughs> what come we out do in the cinema? Twenty twenty two. Yeah, we'll be doing about five of the same ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, in twenty twenty four, every year. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Still be my number one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks as always for listening, guys. Make sure to head to Twitter and follow us at Keeping It Real UK if you're not already. From there, you can find links to our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. We'd really appreciate it if you could like, subscribe, and rate wherever you can. Helps our show massively. If you are watching on YouTube, sound off in the comments section below with your most anticipated movie of 2021. We will see you again next week with reviews for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode three and the Godzilla versus Kong. Until then, stay safe and we'll see you soon. Bye.